Hi, and welcome to this really extra special episode that I'm bringing you today. This is an inside and outside view of counselling, coaching, and all of the benefits that it can potentially hold for you. I'm joined today by a very special guest, Emily. Emily and I met back in December 2018 when she was studying at the local university here as a journalist student. Emily was writing a project and doing a documentary about therapies and the different types of therapies that are available out there. Although we didn't work together at that time, because Emily decided to pursue a different avenue. Because I am always looking for ways to improve the service I bring to my clients, I caught up with Emily recently to see how she was getting on. And that conversation led on to this particular collaboration. I was really excited to see hear from Emily about her documentary and how she'd found the benefits of equine therapy really helped her much more than she knew. So, without any further introduction, let's go to the show. Let's bring Emily in and have a talk with her so you can find the inside and outside perspective for counselling and coaching and what it might bring for you. If you're just a teensy bit curious about what goes on, this is the show for you because you will get the insight here, not from my words, but from the horse's mouth, so to speak. In preparation for this collaboration, all that rhymes, Emily and I actually had one session together. So Emily now is equipped with all the facts that she needs to make a really good comparison between how a coaching session can help compared to her equine therapy experience. So if you're just more than a little bit curious about what actually goes on for my clients, then here, listen up, because this is the show for you. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. My lovely True Growth podcasters, I'm joining you today in the height of the COVID-19 crisis and I'm bringing you a very extra special episode because I want to share with you my wonderful guest Emily and Emily and I met back in uh, December 2018 when she was a student at um, local university and um, Emily approached me because she was doing a journalist project on counselling and therapy. If you've ever been curious just to know what goes on in a coaching session, or maybe you'd like to know a little bit more about how it works and how it could help you, or you're just the teensiest bit curious, then this is the show for you. Because, as I say, Emily's a very special guest and she's a decided to share with you her insider and outsider perspective of counselling, coaching and all the different therapies out there. 
So Emily is, as I say, 20-year-old, 21-year-old aspiring uh, journalist who lives now in Cornwall. She loves animals and the beach and spending time with friends and family. And after she graduated university last year, she plans to go traveling this autumn. So fingers crossed, everyone, that the planes are flying again by then. Because currently, uh, Emily has been laid off or furloughed or... Yeah, made redundant. Yeah. From her temporary job um, because of the coronavirus situation. So before we get uh, really dive into this session with Emily, we're going to, um, I just want to give you a quick update on what's going on here at Viv Allen HQ, um, because I've got some exciting news. I have started a Facebook group, <laughs> <laughs> and it's called the True Growth Tribe. And in this space, it's a place just for us to hang out where we can share ideas together on growing. So the metaphor is going to be gardening because I don't know, but I suddenly got moved to put loads of seeds in and start growing plants. And in fact, the radishes I put in last weekend, you're pleased to know, have already sprouted. (laughs) So head over to Facebook and the True Growth Tribe if you want to join me there where we can chat and share ideas for growth inside and out. And I'm going to be working on more exciting plans for that. It's quite exciting having a Facebook group, actually. (laughs) (laughs) um so i'll be sharing some ideas for that in coming weeks and months in the meantime back to you emily (laughs) what was it um i know i called you um just before all this really kicked off didn't i because i was doing customer satisfaction survey and uh i'd gone back to contacting everyone um who'd been approaching me about therapy in the past and um I gave you a call, but and we thought, hey, let's do something together. Definitely. So yeah, so um, you gave me a call, didn't you? And we're basically, we I, I sort of discussed the documentary that I created as part of my university project, and I focused it on equine therapy uh, mainly. So yeah, it was to do with really. I kind of wanted to to go into something that's a bit different. You know, equine therapy is not really out there as much as perhaps other therapies were. I kind of did a documentary on the inside, the outside, just getting to know it completely. And when we when we had a chat, it was really great to kind of um, discuss it further, wasn't it? Really, it was yeah. um, going into the different phase. It's just amazing how different, you know, different types of therapies are. And um, after chatting to you, it really enlightened a lot of things, really. Yeah, because following on from that conversation, we said, okay, well, we'll have a little trial therapy session together. A little bit of coaching was more than anything. And using, I think a lot of people would know some um, cognitive behavioral therapy. So using some of the tools from that basis to work on a specific thing that came up for you. Yeah. Yeah. So when we had our um, session, it was brilliant, you know, kind of. The, the differences between the two I found were, were quite good. Um, going back to the equine therapy, so obviously I was more of an outside perspective on it. So I went and I had a chat with a lady that ran sort of the equine therapy sessions, and then I had a chat with a lady who, again, like me, didn't really think she went. She went through quite a traumatic experience years before, and she thought, "Oh, it's not going to help me." It's not going to do anything and this lady said to her why don't you just come down and have a go and um it changed her complete outlook on things so I had a chat with her chat with them um, Kate the lady that I work with and um 
yeah, so I saw it really outside on how it helped other people. And then I went and had a go myself. And um, I was quite sceptical, as you said earlier. I didn't really think I needed it because nothing traumatic's happened to me in my life. And I sort of thought, how how is a horse going to, to help me? <laughs> I just couldn't really yeah. comprehend it at all. But it was weird. It was such a surreal sort of experience. So I had a go myself and it wasn't sort of a proper setup as such that it wasn't a proper session. I was, just, you know, the horse that I was working with wasn't a special therapy horse or anything. It was just a, a normal horse um, at the stables. And so we kind of set up obstacles around the menage or sand school. And Kate said to me, she said, well, we need maybe just name these obstacles as something to do with you personally so it could be to do with your life um uni or family friends etc so you had like just jumping poles um barrels and things just random objects nothing specific or anything like that and um it was really weird it was really weird like going going around with the horse I didn't really know what to do I was sort of like do I talk to a horse or do I just kind of just walk round so I was walking around and Kate was prompting me because obviously it's the first time I'd really done this and um I think the one thing that stuck out for me was one specific thing was I had two sort of barrels next to each other and Kate said to me right you've got to think what do each of these barrels mean so in my head I thought and I named them as specific people or groups in my life Mm -hmm. and one was a group that I feel really stable in my life like my family and the other one was perhaps people that I wasn't really, I felt like weren't particularly stable in my life or I wasn't unsure that's of something. And then like the horse just kind of knocked over the barrel of the people that I didn't feel were very stable in my life. And without prompting me, I instantly thought to myself, I don't need them. I need to get rid of them or I need to reevaluate. Do I really want them in my life? Are they good for me? It was really weird and I didn't think it would ever help me in that way, but it did. And I think it, I definitely took that away and I was sort of like, I need to address this further. And then when having the session with you, it was brilliant because I felt like I could then delve into those issues deeper, further than I could with the equine therapy. Uh-huh. With you, it was brilliant to kind of, um, you know, delve into those issues um, see that I needed to address them and it was okay to have these worries or anxieties but how to kind of work with them and it yeah I think they're very different but they almost complement each other quite a lot I think um yeah, yeah. and I loved how you described that you know that you were prompted by the lady so you, you know it's not like you didn't know what was going on but there was somebody there to sort of guide you and prompt you yeah definitely you know if you're kind of um starting out with it I think sometimes it it differs with people because I've heard stories of people who have come down to the yard for the first time and they've just been in the the sand school with the horse and they've like let out a lot of emotions like crying or just completely letting out everything and they almost didn't need anything prompting but for me because I haven't had anything traumatic happen to me in my life that I can really relate to I, I needed a bit of help to get me there I think to make me realize there was maybe something I needed to work on so yeah yeah and I love that so how did you feel after the session that you had with the horse I just felt really relieved and kind of happy because it's it's almost like subconsciously something's been lifted off my shoulders or something that I've realized I need to work on and I, I just yeah I felt like something had been lifted off of me it couldn't really explain it just felt a lot lighter in myself and really yeah really positive really about it all because it I sort of thought this is 
this is great <laughs> and someone quite skeptical because you know at first coming into it, I thought oh my god this is all a bit you know how how can this help me or how does it work do you know what I mean but yeah so I was really surprised yeah and, and what you've just described there I think that's one of the reasons I think I went do you know what people are going to get so much out of listening to you explain this because it's that whole sense of like well how is this going to help and yet it yeah. does you know and it, it just does and also like you said you didn't feel like there was necessarily anything major but actually it made a difference you felt lighter you felt more relieved um, yeah. and how did that compare or how was that different really because I mean, certainly I'm not saying here that one therapy is better than the other. What I am saying is it's really great to get that guidance and prompting and to get it when, you know, before almost you meet crises, because that's when it can do the most influence. How did you feel after the session we had? Um, It was great because, again, I kind of felt like I didn't think I had much that I needed to go and speak to anyone about how I was feeling because I myself, I thought, oh, it's fine. I haven't really got anything. Nothing's bothered me enough that I can't deal with it but after our session I felt like actually perhaps there is something that it's okay to kind of address how I'm feeling that it's okay to talk to people about it it's not a bad thing it's not a you know and it's good to get it out there and you really helped me to find some kinds of strategies to help me deal with my own personal anxieties which I never thought I could ever have before I just sort of thought oh, I've just got to deal with it do you know what I mean in my own way yeah, it really helped. Again, I felt the same feeling that I did with the equine therapy. I felt relieved, like something was lifted off of my shoulders that I didn't realise I had before. So, yeah, I definitely think even if you think that, oh, you know, my problem isn't as bad as other people's or I'm wasting people's time talking to people about it, I just think it's doesn't matter at all. You know, everyone's different, but everyone's entitled to feel how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um definitely made me realize that a lot more as well yeah I love that everyone's entitled to feel how they feel because it's your feelings exactly and it just it's not to say just one person might think oh well I'm just a bit stressed or I'm just a bit worried you know and there's other people that might have depression or um you know really struggling but just because they're different ends of the spectrums it doesn't mean you can't get help either way and you know it's good to to address when you actually might need help and not just sort of think, oh, I'm fine, you know, because that's when it will get worse. And, um, yeah, you know, I think it's really important to, to address it. Can you tell me, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to know, what what took you down this route when you were doing your documentary? You know, what what made you interested in mental health specifically? Because you can um, any topic. Literally, I, I was... There had to be something that was quite obviously out there at the moment, but something that was not um, necessarily covered as much. And I have horses at home. So for me, I always knew that that was, I really wanted to do something around that if I could. Mm-hmm. And it was my mum actually that said to me, well, why don't you speak to Kate, the lady that I did? Because she said, oh, she runs these sort of um, equine therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. And instantly I thought, oh my God, like that's perfect. That's my path. Um, and I don't know, I just think it's really almost really cool that animals can really help you mm-hmm. in so many ways that you don't quite realize that I mean at uni we had dogs that used to come in in exam times and they'd be like stress relief dogs or whatever um, and they'd come and they'd just bring you a lot of sort of like de-stress and relax and so I was always really interested in that and I think with the horses when I found out that there was this that I because I didn't really know much about it at all if I'm honest before I had no idea it was really a thing 
Um, and I just thought, oh, this is this is brilliant because it's something I can relate to of growing up with horses and everything. And so, I love how you combined your own, like you say, you grew up with horses. It was something you knew and felt comfortable around. Yeah. That. You combined that with your professionalism. And yeah. You put those things together. That must have made a brilliant project for you. Yeah, it was great because I just got to kind of, from an outside perspective, do what I love with journalism and then take the horses as well and be able to talk about something that I'm passionate about, which is great because not everyone gets to do that in that kind of industry. So, yeah, that was, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm always encouraging my clients to do more of what you love with who you love. And so I love that you did that. That's just perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it was great. And um, yeah, I just just loved every part of it, really, because I got to come home and do some filming with our horses at home, which was brilliant, you know, and I got to kind of incorporate all of that into it. So it didn't just make it about oh, I'm going to see other people and talk to other people. It was also about me at home with my family. And yeah, yeah. And hearing how it's helped my, you know, my mum won't mind say, me saying this, but she suffers with OCD and um she said without having the horses, she can never be where she is now. Mm-hmm. Just helped her to kind of relax and overcome it. You know, being outside and being in the dirt and stuff like that, she would never have been able to do before. Mm-hmm. So it was, I, you know, she did an interview for me for my blog and that was just brilliant yeah. because I got to kind of find out more about my family that I didn't know about as well. So um, that was brilliant as well. Yeah, it was great. And, and again, I, what I really love and what's coming through and I want to highlight for the listeners is how you combine the things that are really important to you with your work. So you match yeah. those up. So even that connection with your family. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I started the um, the True Growth Tribe, you know, the, the Facebook group around gardening is because I think that animals and nature can mm. get much closer to our heart. Definitely. Definitely. I, I did that. I went to visit, um, they were kind of like a gardening group um, in Bournemouth. So I went down and they, um, you know, anyone could come uh, sorry, 11 o'clock in the morning. You just went and you did some gardening. You worked on like the parks around, um, I think it was Boscombe Way. Mm-hmm. And these people were suffering with all sorts of different sort of personal issues. And they came and they just said it just gave them a new like sort of lease of life, really, because they got to chat to other people whilst also you know enjoying being in the fresh air and yeah got gardening and I just think that can make a real difference because you're sort of you're alongside nature and I think that can really benefit people definitely yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely for sure and I mean yes there are lots of uh, benefits for gardening and for being with animals as you've mm-hmm. so brilliantly with your mum's uh, OCD I mean that's just you know it's amazing and and also yeah. it's about being able to live with any mental health conditions that you have and still yeah. find joy, even though it doesn't mean so your depression disappears, you know, overnight yeah. necessarily. I'm not saying it couldn't, but you know, it means yeah. that you learn to have some time when you're at peace or doing something, or your mind's distracted elsewhere, so you can, you know, live a more full life. Exactly, and I think that's really important to to keep you keep you going and feeling. Yeah, like you're having a normal life because you're having that downtime and just time away from the stress of whatever you're feeling. I think it's really important. Sure. Yeah. Why do you think taking, I mean, you've taken an active involvement in your own mental health, even though you, like you say, you didn't have 
any particular traumas that you you want yeah. to work through it's almost like you've taken active involvement just like you would with physical health why do you think that's so important to look after your mental health that way I just think I've, I've always never understood that if you've broken your arm or something, you go to hospital and they'll put a cast on it and, and you get better. So why, you know, your brain is still a, it's a, a living thing. It's, I don't know what the problem is with helping yourself mentally because it's such an important part because if you can't, you know, process and be healthy, you know, mentally, then you can't always physically be healthy because it can affect you in so many more ways than you think. And I just think if I need help, then there's nothing wrong with it. And I, it's taking that stigma away from it because what's the problem? And it's not, you know, it's exactly the same as if you've fallen over and hurt yourself. It's the same <clears throat> sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I've always had that. And I think it helps, you know, being around people that have that same kind of outlook on on it as well um yeah it's just so important I think it's exactly the same and people shouldn't feel ashamed of it at all it's yeah we are yeah yeah. Yeah, absolutely and you know when I've worked with clients and they finish their their program with me because so during the program what I'm doing is helping them because we obviously just had a one-off but it's helping them to really do exactly what you did you know combining What's really important? What makes me feel alive? What brings me joy? What sustains me? And how can I bring that to my work or whatever it is yeah. I do? And combine yeah. those two things. And sometimes something has to give. Like you, you had yeah. that experience where it's like actually that friendship group. I need to change that. Yeah, that sometimes can be tricky. So you know, I support clients through the transformations they want to make in their life and as yeah. they transition. But what I love about the the coaching element that I brought to when I combine the two skills is that, like you say, when they're feeling well, we're talking about, yes, okay, what's the action we can take now? How can we design that life? And yeah. then you're, you're having the process of redesigning your life right now because you're having this experience where it's just looking a little bit disrupted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. What do you think your plans are? I mean, as each week, I mean, I know it's changing day by day, but what, how do you think your chance might, plans might alter now? Um. I think, it, yeah, obviously the traveling was my main plan and I, that was something that I was really looking forward to. And obviously now I'm not sure whether that's going to go ahead or whether it will be postponed. I mean, hopefully postponed will be the better um, of the two. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think definitely, obviously I need to look for a job as well. And I've sort of said to myself, I'm just going to let this all calm down first because I don't want to get myself stressed and like, you know, too overwhelmed with everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's, I'm just sort of taking it's sort of yeah day by day seeing what happens um yeah I'm trying not to get myself stressed out about it and I think after talking to you before that really helped because it was definitely something playing on my mind so yeah yeah, I don't know really what's going to happen but um I'm just going to try and be positive really and just think this yeah you know I've got a great family around me I'm I could be worse than what it is so yeah I'm just being positive yeah (laughs) There's so many people pivoting their businesses right now, looking mm. at this and, you know, the, like you say, that initial shock of like, oh my goodness, my world's been turned upside down. It's like a, a plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also it's like you say, I think that's really wise where you think I'm going to sit back for a minute and just let this settle mm. and then go from that heart center place where you think, okay, well, I can now work out what my next best move is. Definitely. Yeah. And and then working out what that plan is and then formulating a strategy. And I think then that that's quite a natural process. A lot of people 
are in that place. But it's also a fantastic opportunity for anyone who's thinking about or been thinking about making changes in their life. It's like, okay, we've got 12 weeks, we're locked in. What needs to shift? What do I have when I come out of this cave? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely given me a bit of this, this like perspective on things, really, because it's um, yeah, it just makes you realise a lot of things. Um, you know how important people are around you, and and trying to sort of see the positive side of it as well. And yeah, definitely, I think it's just just trying to keep going, and it will get better. You know, it's gonna will get better. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. So um. I was just thinking about your your experience of being actively involved and what if I gave you a magic wand <laughs> and what would your dream be for the future for mental health? I just think that hopefully the stigma around it will just be gone. <laughs> um, it is getting better, obviously, over the last few years. I think people have come to accept it a lot more than they did, which is great, but I think there's still a lot out there, particularly with sort of around like men as well. I think that a lot of people... Well, I, th- I think a lot of men are now kind of obviously opening up a lot more than they used to, but I hope that that sort of, um, you know, people give more time to that as well. But yeah, I, I just hope that it's kind of, everyone can just feel that they can go and they can talk to who they want to. You know, there's so many different therapies out there as well. And, you know, people can find like the, the horses or um, with nature or gardening or whatever, they find something that they can love. And yeah, I just hope that it all kind of works together in one, one big unity and uh, I just love to hope that people feel like they can be who they are and if they need help then they know that it's always around them and yeah absolutely for sure that so echoes my own mission you know my vision is for people to say I'm having a bad day the same way that they people say I've got a cold you know it's like oh how can I help what does do you need anything is there anything I can do that's it you know we just yeah and if you need that specialist care that people just think, yeah, it's all right. You know, I need a physio when I hurt my leg and I need a coach, um, you know, because I want to pivot my business and I'm really not quite sure what to do next. And, you know, I think that that, that's a fantastic aspiration. And I believe that this moment is actually helping us to create that. That's right. People feel safe to talk. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much, Emily, for joining us today. Thank you. It's been great. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear your story and for you to share. It's been an absolute honour for me to be alongside you when we went through that session. And I'm so delighted that you you took away some tools which you can use. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you know, that really grounded in now that I love that thing you said when you said, it's okay to feel how I feel. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the main point I take away from that. And to anyone out there that it's okay to feel how you feel, it's it's fine. <laughs> definitely (laughs) absolutely well thank you so much thank you I really hope you enjoyed the show today if you feel more anxious than normal if you're feeling lower and perhaps have been really affected by the current crisis please do reach out if you are at all worried please get in touch I'm more than happy to jump on a call with you and help you to get some clarity. This is a very unprecedented time and I know that it's raised a lot of feelings of anxiety for many people. So please, I'm here to serve you if you need some help or maybe you're like Emily, you're not even sure you do. Why not get in touch? 
I'm more than happy to have a chat with you and see if I can be of service. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 